And we're back. And we're talking about walking in love, understanding the highest spiritual law that exists in the universe. And it was put to the test when Adam was made. God could have destroyed the highest law of love if he would have allowed Lucifer to affect him when he stole man from him. If God would have retaliated on Lucifer and wiped them out, which he could have, he would have destroyed the highest law of the universe, the law of love. Love is the plan. Love is what glues everything you have together. Love is what activates the quantum world. Oh, this is good stuff if you get it. And I pray that you do. I pray that you ask God to give you revealed knowledge and the Holy Spirit to show you how His kingdom works in the earth and how love is the royal key to activating at a cellular level anything, unlocking the door to anything that you need or want if you operate in love. Now, some listening to this might have already turned it off. And somebody listening might say, boy, he's getting way out there. You know, this is kind of crazy. Well, let me tell you something. You're thinking like a natural person. And here's the problem. Natural people have created natural rules in natural religions and natural things that do have nothing to do with the Word of God. They have nothing to do with the Word. They've gone astray from the Word. The Word of God is the Word of God. It's not what people say. It's what they learn from the Word. So to change any part of the Word, and if you haven't read it for yourself, stop listening to others. Stop listening to the news. Stop listening to people even who maybe are teaching you that miracles are for yesterday. They're not for today because they don't know what they're talking about. God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He's not changing. And he sent Jesus to restore love, not just on earth, but throughout the internal, through the whole universe, eternally, ever, ever, forever and ever, ever, everywhere. It is the act of love. Jesus is the ultimate act of love, that he would come as a man, live on this earth. It had to be that way and laid down his life for you. That's right, for you. The ultimate act of love. God Almighty in Jesus, laying down his own self, feeling the pain and all that he had to feel to, show, to demonstrate the power of love. The power of love. So at a quantum level, at a subatomic, subatomic level, all your prayers, all of the things that you need are waiting for you to request them in an act of love. Now, you might have somebody says, well, I don't really need anything, Art. I've got everything I need. Really? Look around you in an act of love with loving eyes. Are there others that need something? If there's one person on this earth that needs something, then you're not done, my friend. Because out of love, use the talent that you have to acquire more so that you can help those 
who need it. Now, you may not be called to a foreign country, but you are called to the block you live on and to the town you live in and to the state you live in and the country you live in. Do something. Stand up. Be a loving, powerful Christian. Now, you say, I don't believe all that. Okay. 1 Corinthians 2.14. But the natural, non-spiritual man does not accept or welcome or admit in his heart the gifts and teachings and revelation of the Spirit of God, for they are folly. They're folly. If you don't, if you are a non-spiritual person, you may even have accepted Jesus, but you have not grown in it, then this stuff sounds like ludicrous. It sounds ludicrous. And it says it right there in 1 Corinthians 2.14, that the gifts and teachings, revelations of the Spirit of God, they are folly to you. They don't mean anything. Meaningless nonsense. And he is incapable of knowing them, of progressively recognizing, understanding, and becoming better acquainted with them because they are spiritually discerned and estimated and appreciated. So if you are not living in the Spirit with a connection to the Holy Spirit, you will not even ask the questions necessary to get the answers. That's just the way it is. Now, I know if you're even listening at this point, you love the Lord. And I know I love the Lord. And we really want to serve Him. But God wants you to wake up. We are in this earth. We are the salt of the earth. We are to make a difference. You need to understand, we need to understand how these quantum laws work. What are you talking about, quantum laws? At the subatomic, subatomic level, when we pray and we're standing in love, we've already forgiven, we've already holding nothing against others, we're there in love, and we are praying for whatever you're praying for, whether it's money to pay the rent, or whether it's money to give away, or whether it's health, Whatever it is, your prayers at the quantum subatomic level are going to be immediately growing, growing, start growing. The mustard seed of faith, you speak it and believe it. So you must believe it and you must speak it, but you must know what to speak and believe. So if you're praying for wealth because you need to give more away, there is no such thing as retiring, by the way. So, oh, I've got my retirement plan in place, and it doesn't allow me to give more than this amount. Oh, really? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallow be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Not my plan. Your plan. Show me how to get more, Lord so that I can give more away a week than I receive every week. Wouldn't that be great? You see, we come from such a position of self-seeking, and that's back to the, the definition of love. Love is not self-serving. It is giving. Well, how are you giving? Sit down and write a plan of how you're giving and what you're giving to others and make it grow. That's what we're supposed to do. We are to walk in love. We are to walk in love, and we are to pray and get health, wealth, and eternal life. We get the eternal life when we accept Jesus. But what about the wealth and the health? You can have it, and you should. And not because you need to build bigger barns to put it in. 
It's not money that's the root of all evil. It's the love of it. Love. Again, the word love of money. We need to not love money, but to have money and freely give money. And you might say, I only have so much to give. Get more. How? Pray. Stay in love and ask the Father for it so you can give it. Listen, there's never been a time on this earth where people don't need help. Let's, let's think about it now. Everywhere you turn, people need help. And Jesus always fed them before he taught them. He didn't let them go away hungry, did he? And how did, he, how did that food show up miraculously? You know, I have found that people listen a lot better if you feed them and if you give them money. You go out to eat at a restaurant and you're leaving a tip. That tip shows a lot of how you feel about love, especially if the waitress treated you poorly and maybe she's just having a bad day. You could bless that person by doubling and tripling the tip or leaving a tip that is more than the amount you paid for breakfast. Two different issues. You are in a situation where you can use love. But Art, that would get expensive. Get more money. <laughs> I know you're probably saying, well, he's crazy. This guy's crazy. I'm telling you, we are put here to love one another. And if you don't have enough to do it right, get more. How do you get more? Give what you give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and flowing over. And then that law of attraction, the more you give, the more it comes back. The more you give in love, oh boy, you have accelerated the law of quantum. The quantum laws that rule this universe. And if you go on Google right now, or YouTube, YouTube's better because you can get videos, and you Google quantum physics, quantum, you'll get bored out of your gourd, but you will find scientists telling you about this atomic thing, atomic, and they can't figure it out. Every time they think they figured it out, they find something else and they go, how can this be? That's because the Father who created everything, the very foundation on which this earth is made is quantum. And you and I have the ability as king's kids, as children of God, who are made in His image and likeness, we have the ability to use that quantum law as Adam did before the fall. Did you know that Bible calls Jesus the second Adam, and He came to fix everything that Adam lost? And He did, and He has restored you and I as if Adam had never fallen, and our sins are forgiven? Oh, man! One of the biggest things that stops Christians from receiving from God is this. I just don't feel worthy. You don't know what I've been through and what I've done. I would be a hypocrite. Oh, my gosh. Do you understand what forgiveness is? No, you don't. God so loved you that he told Jesus to come into the earth, get on that cross, and pay the price for your sins so that you could be back in right standing with God. And you say, I don't know if I can do that, Art. Then you are wasting God's time. You are wasting the precious gift 
that was given on the cross. You're wasting it. Oh, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to heaven. Yeah, you probably are. And when you get there, you're going to find out all the things God had planned for you to do that you were too busy protecting yourself here on earth and you missed out on. All the jewels you could have had in the crown in heaven because you missed out. What are you going to do? What are we going to do? What we're going to do is explore the power of love, the gift of love. It's not just Jesus saying, I give you one commandment, love one another as I have loved you. Because he knew all those other commandments were useless if you don't get this one. And if you get this one, you can have everything. When asked, when Solomon was asked what he wanted, what did he ask for? Wisdom. When he asked for wisdom, then he could have everything. Well, wisdom, in our case, is love one another as Christ loved you. He gave his life. Now, you may have lived your life up until this point for you. And that's the way we are. That's the way we're taught on this earth. But if you get this message, how now can you start today to live it for someone else? To lay down your personal uh, dreams, goals. Not that you can't have them. You can. You can have your dreams and goals. But get them for two people. Get them for three. Pray it in for four. Give it to three others what you have. Learn to do that. Use your faith. Faith. Hebrews 1. Faith. Now faith. That's what it really says. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Our faith in love requires us to think about others, to pray for others, to expect good for others. If you don't have money to give, you have time. You have time to talk to people that maybe are sitting there alone and afraid, and talk to them about love and how God so loves the world that he created it so that you and I could have life and have it more abundantly. Whatever stage you're in, I don't care if you're on a walker, I don't care if you're a kid running, if you want the law of attraction to work for you and the law of quantum to work for you, right? Learn the law of love. Love. And I'm going back to the Word of God. The Bible teaches how to operate quantum physics. Quantum biology. What's quantum biology? Did Jesus heal the maimed? The Bible says he healed the maimed. Look up what maimed means. Missing a part. You know, you're missing something. You're maimed. And yet, Jesus healed them all. It grew back. And that's quantum biology. At a cellular level, quickly, moving, quickly, vibrating. Do you know that you vibrate at a certain vibration? When you're depressed, that vibration goes down. When you're excited, it goes up. And here's a really neat thing to know. When you are entering into praise and worship of God, you change your frequency to the highest frequency that causes quantum physics at a cellular level to operate on your behalf to cause you to function as a child of God. And all things that you touch, begin to work together for good because you trust the Lord. Yeah, all things work together for good at a quantum level. So, now, here it is. If you're operating in love, you get the love part going, and you pray for something, and you then begin to praise God for that, 
you will find that that praising him from that point on and never speaking again about it's not done yet, you will find out that that praise operates at a frequency that speaks to the quantum cellular atomic level that causes things to materialize in your life and turn your life around. Too many people say, well, this always happens to me. Why does this always happen to me? That's called the merry-go-round effect. And you are operating the law of attraction, but you are attracting what you are and what you're putting out, and it continues to come back to you. Every now and then, someone gets it right, and they see that the law of attraction brings something really monumentally good into their life. I truly believe that God's mercy allows that to happen. I believe that many, many marriages are rooted in that. Because you don't know how you married the person, how, to, how you orchestrated that and how it came together. But yet somehow you are married to that person. Quantum attracted you. And you knew there was something there that was not there with any other person. And you can't explain it. But it was a law of quantum attraction. Spiritual attraction. And God in his mercy brought you together. Now then you grow together. And you become one in most cases. There are those cases where people refuse to grow together, a few refuse to blend together, and then they end in disaster. But in so many cases, if you look back, you go, how did that happen? How did I just fall in love with my spouse? How did that occur? You're praying, if you haven't found one yet, you're praying for that to happen. You're praying for, at a quantum level, the ideal quantum cellular atomic structure to bring two people together that can really blend as one. And that's, that's the mercy of God, I believe, especially in marriages. If you're married longer than 10 years, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, that is a miracle in itself. 50, 60, maybe more. You learned that that association when you got married was ordained by a power much higher than you. That was not an accident. You were able to grow together, stay together, love together, be together. And that alone is the most magnificent, magnificent thing, to know that you are with someone that divinely was put together. But quantum attracts. Quantum attracts. For those in business, if you've read the book about Napoleon Hill, he called he called this stuff, he didn't even know what to call it. They called it ether. It, it was what drew towards you what you want. But out of it, if you read all his readings, you'll find out the same thing I'm saying about love and about being at peace and not being against anyone, but being with them, being able to always be there and to um, love them as Christ loved the church. Very powerfully, very powerful. So as we begin to, to wind down on today's program, I know that this might sound incredibly out there, but it's all about how you live your life. If you're judging people every day and saying, well, if they don't treat me right, I'm not treating them right. And you're a Christian? You better go read the book, because that's not what a Christian is. God wants to bless you. He wants you to be wealthy. Yes, he does. He wants you to be healthy, and he wants you to be eternal. 
And in order for that to happen, you have to operate in the kingdom of God, which is utilizing the quantum laws, the spiritual laws. Now, <clears throat> I read to you about the natural man. I read to you, I'm going to read one more from Corinthians here. Um, this is 1 Corinthians 1, verse 21 through 28. For when the world, with all its earthly wisdom, failed to perceive and recognize and know God by means of its own philosophy, God, in his wisdom, was pleased through their foolishness of preaching uh, salvation procured by Christ and to be had by him to save those who believed, who clung to the tr and trusted and relied on him. In other words, when we refuse to understand all these other laws, all we got to do is cling to Christ and cling to it, cling to Jesus, and he'll bring us in. For while the Jews demanding, demandingly ask for signs and miracles, and the Greeks purpose philosophy and wisdom, we preach Christ the Messiah, crucified, preaching which, preaching which to the Jews is a scandal and an offensive stumbling block that springs as a snare or a trap. And to the Gentiles, it is an absurd and utterly unphilosophical nonsense. But we preach Christ, Jesus, the Messiah. This is because the foolish things, that's the course, God is wiser than men, and he's chosen the foolish things. The weak thing that springs from God is stronger than men. The weakest thing from God is stronger uh, than man. For simply consider your own call, brethren, not to many of you were considered to be wise according to your human estimates or standards. Not many influenced and powerful, not many of high or notable birth, nor God selected. What is the world, what in the world is foolish to put the wise to shame, and what the world calls weak to put strong to shame? And God also selected, uh, deliberately chose, what in the world is law lowborn and insignificant and branded and treated with contempt even the things that are nothing that he might dispose and bring to nothing the things that are what is he saying that god has chosen the the foolishness the what looks foolish to man to bring you to christ and that's how simple it is that you can accept jesus as your lord <clears throat> begin to transform into a person that loves and forgives and doesn't quarrel. And you can begin to attract everything you want in this world. Yes, you can. You can. That is how the law of quantum works. And now faith, applying your faith to what you want. And next week or in the future as we go along, I will talk more about how the quantum world works, but it's more important to you and I to associate the height, depth, width, and breadth of all the science that God used to create the earth with the law of love. He did it purposefully using love. He created air for you to breathe out of love, food for you to eat out of love, your life, your memories, the rights and the wrongs. He still loves you unconditionally because the highest law of the Spirit is love. To love one another 
as Jesus the Christ went to the cross and loved us. We need to wake up to that and understand the power that God has given us through love. He didn't want to leave the universe in a state of fear, but a law of love. I say to you and I, leave your day today, not in a spirit of fear, but in the law of love. Live your day with love. Live love. Be love. Use love. Pray expecting miracles and watch the quantum laws that God has created go to work for you. Watch them speed up and watch the blessings come. Be blessed, not cursed. Be under the blessing, and you can, with the law of love. Well, we're out of time. I hope it made sense to somebody, but the law of love wins every time. See you next week. Have a great week. Talk to you then.